From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. This is National News for week commencing February 8, 2015. Latest VK Pico balloons end their flights. Launched from Melbourne on Australia Day, the small party-type balloon PS32 made steady progress tracked to South America, but it now seems lost. Early hopes that the small solar-powered flight at high altitude may be the victim of darkness and poor propagation have been dashed. Andy VK3YT, who launched the balloon, said, It appears PS32 has gone down somewhere between South America and South Africa. The longest distance travelled the Southern Hemisphere was PS30. Lifting off from Melbourne in late December, it lasted 20 days before poor weather brought it down near Madagascar. Further Pico balloons in the series are expected, with a team of international trackers ready to follow the telemetry data admitted that enables measurement of flight movement, altitude and speed. The Victorian Ballarat showgrounds will again be the focal point for radio amateurs to commemorate Anzac Day, which this year, of course, is the 100th anniversary of the Gallipoli landing. Organiser John O'Carr, VK3FMPB, wants to hear from volunteers with portable stations to operate on the afternoon of Saturday, April 25. So to volunteer, or more details, contact Victor Kilo 3, Fox Mike Popper Bravo. Wireless Institute of Australia Annual Conference. According to the IARU Region 3 newsletter just out, the next annual conference of the WIA will be held in Canberra May 9th to 10th this year. The theme will be based on celebrating 10 years since the introduction of the Foundation Licence. In VK3, Albert Victor Kilo 3 Bravo Quebec Oscar tells us that the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest at Cranbourne takes place on the 18th of July 10am. The next NERG meeting is Thursday the 12th of February at 8pm. Guest speaker is John Griffin, VK3CU, who will present an overview of broadband satellite in Australia, covering some background on satellite technology in general, the evolution of broadband satellite in Australia, and a look into the future with the development of NBN broadband satellite. Visitors are always welcome. An NERG NERG meet at Briar Hill Community Hall, 126 Mountain View Road. Licence training and assessments. Amateur Radio Victoria will hold its next Foundation licence session on the weekend of February 14 and 15. To enrol, please contact Barry Robinson, Victor Kilo 3, Popper Victor. An email address, foundation at amateurradio.com.au or by telephone 0428 516 001. What use is an F call? Over the past few months, I've had the opportunity to operate several special event calls, commemorating or celebrating several different activities, from anniversaries to special one-off events, all with the aim to get on air and make some contacts. Making contact is a pretty straightforward affair. It's exactly the same as making contacts with your own call sign, with one notable difference. Logging, or the making of a record of the time, band and mode of a contact. As everything in amateur radio, there's a multitude of solutions to be had. From logging on paper, to logging in special books, to logging on a computer, using a variety of software, through to automatic logging. Each has their benefits and hindrances. Logging is an activity that is used for a range of activities, so some solutions are catered specifically to those activities. From making casual contact, through to keeping track of which countries you've worked, 
operating in a competition, or operating a de-expedition. This means that you need to consider and balance the number of different things, like a learning curve, functionality for your intended purpose, and in the case of a special event station, the ability to export the logs into different formats. There is no one solution fits all, despite the protestations from ardent fans of their particular chosen solution, so try a few and see what works best for you. Once you've worked the special event call, the real work begins, exporting the data, designing QSL cards, printing out the contacts or exporting them to online logs or both, and sending the cards off to their destination. Any licensed amateur can operate a special event station. I'd encourage you to use the opportunity if it presents itself. There's lots to learn and a lot of fun to be had. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. New Zealand guidelines for remotely piloted aircraft systems or drones. Are you a ZL who maybe received a drone for Christmas? Well, your radio spectrum management has released guidelines for permitted radio frequencies for remotely piloted aircraft systems, RPAS or drones. Some equipment may not comply with New Zealand's radio frequency rules and may cause interference when operating on unpermitted frequencies. Check out now the RSM website, rsm.gov.nz. The ArtSat2 dispatch team have sent a 3D printed QSL card to Michael Zawada, Sierra Quebec 5 Kilo Tango Mike and the Polish team to confirm their reception of the amateur radio signal from the F-081 spacecraft at a distance of 2,715,228 kilometres from Earth. The latest signals received by them from ArtSat2 dispatch were very weak but clearly stood out on the waterfall diagram of the monitoring program. The data reported were analysed, compared with the model and successfully authenticated and now a 3D card has been received with confirmation with thanks. Roswell calls the spacemen above. New Mexico Military Institute, situated in that fascinating science fiction town of Roswell, New Mexico, are in the next wave of USA educational facilities to be able to make ARIS contacts to those aboard the International Space Station. Should be some interesting questions to be posed. Inside the USA National Radio Quiet Zone. A National Geographic video reports on the US town with no cell phones or Wi-Fi and no amateur radio. Pocahontas County in West Virginia falls within the National Radio Quiet Zone. It's home to quiet country living, friendly people and one of the most impressive engineering marvels in the world, the Green Bank Telescope. The GBT measures radio waves from throughout the universe, but due to the telescope's extreme sensitivity, any operating wireless device can have a negative effect on its observations. But to the people who live in the National Radio Quiet Zone, the restrictions and the quiet, peaceful life that comes with them are welcome. IARU Region 3 meeting in Indonesia. The International Amateur Radio Union Region 3 has sent formal invitations to member societies to be represented at its 16th triennial conference. 
The conference on Monday the 12th to Friday the 16th of October will be in Bali, Indonesia, hosts are to be Arari. An agenda is expected to contain matters and developments of interest to amateur radio, reports from directors, societies and coordinators. World Amateur Radio Day The theme for this year's World Amateur Radio Day to be held on the 18th of April is ITU and IARU celebrating 150 years of advancing the telecommunication art. Each year on the 18th of April, radio amateurs celebrate World Amateur Radio Day. On that day in 1925, the International Amateur Radio Union, IARU, was founded. World Amateur Radio Day activities and special events are an opportunity to spread the word about what radio amateurs are doing in the 21st century. Several IARU member societies and associated clubs are expected to sponsor special event stations on the weekend to mark the occasion. Fixed Service Review, RSM, is reviewing New Zealand's fixed service bands. Fixed services provide vital backhaul solutions for a variety of radio broadcasting and telecommunication services. This review is to ensure these bands remain fit for purpose and continue to be the backbone of the digital economy. RSM is consulting on a number of changes to improve the efficiency, reduce congestion and optimise the band plans for the fixed services bands. RSM is seeking views from industry. Now on WIA National News, from VK1WIA, it's to the RSGB and Amateur Radio Newsline. The ARRL Board of Directors has slightly modified the DX Century Club rules to clarify and expand the recognition of remotely controlled station technology. It also had added a rule that puts greater ethical responsibility on operators with respect to remotely controlled operation. The DXCC rules changes affect Section I, subsections 8 and 9. They explain and extend how contacts with remotely controlled stations may now be applied toward the DXCC award. The modified rules make clear that contacts with legally licensed, land-based, remotely controlled stations now count for DXCC, but the control point of the operator's location of a remotely controlled station no longer has to be land-based. In other words, the operator can literally be anywhere. The board further adopted a new rule, now subsection 11, that acknowledges the reality of the technology enabling remote operation. It also puts greater responsibility on individuals when it comes to applying that technology ethically and responsibly. Finally, the directors also voted to adopt amendments to the general rules for ARRL contests above 50 MHz to encourage greater participation and band utilization. The changes become effective with the 2015 June ARRL VHF contest. The revisions stem from recommendations offered by the Board's Programs and Services Committee's Ad Hoc VHF and Above Revitalization Subcommittee. This is a group made up of active VHF-UHF contesters, which reports receiving strong support from the VHF and UHF community. Ham Radio has been part of a team effort to bring new life to an older radio telescope. Amateur Radio Newsline's Ralph Squillacci, KK6ITB, has more. The Tiros Restoration Team reports word of reception of First Light at 21 centimeters for the TLM-18 antenna system at approximately 1,700 UTC on January 19th. The TLM-18 is a 60-foot prime-focus parabolic antenna located in Wall Township, New Jersey. It was first used to support the Tiros-1 and Tiros-2 weather satellites and, subsequently, the Minitrack program. It was decommissioned in the mid-1970s and later demilitarized by the U.S. Army 
prior to transfer of the property to InfoAge. The Tiros Restoration Team is composed of volunteers from the Information Age Learning Center, the Ocean Monmouth Amateur Radio Club, and Princeton University. Ralph Squillacci, KK6ITB, Amateur Radio Newsline, La Quinta, California. In astronomy, first light is the first use of any form of telescope or new instrument to take an astronomical image after it's been constructed, or in this case, reconstructed. Thinking Day on the Air takes place on the 21st and 22nd of Feb, when guides around the world will get on the air to contact one another, as well as amateur stations worldwide. Liz Gaskell, G0RJX, may hold the honour of the longest continuous UK Thinking Day operation. Liz, a girl guide leader in Oxford, has been responsible for operating many different call signs for Thinking Day, and this year will be her 25th year. We'd be very interested to hear from other veteran operators. Contact radcom at rsgb.org.uk. QRZ Logbook now recognises contact confirmations from ARRL's Logbook of the World, and users can now download their contacts from Logbook of the World directly onto their QRZ Logbook. QRZ.com has posted an LOTW download quick start guide. The QRZ.com user group centre can provide help with any problems or answer questions. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Operational news on Felix VK 4FUQ. Chalk White Field Day 2015, Saturday, February 28th and Sunday, March the 1st. John Moyle Memorial Field Day 21st and 22nd of March from UTC 0100 hours Saturday to 0059 hours Sunday. Tablelands Radio Group will again hold AMNCW and Anzac Day 25 April. Harry Angel Sprint conducted on 80 metres May 2. 1010 International Summer Contest August 1 and 2. Remembrance Day Contest August 15 and 16. 10th IAA Region 3 ARDF. Championships held in JA 6 till the 12th of September. Oceania Dex Contest Voice, first full weekend in October. Oceania Dex Contest CW, second full weekend in October. We mentioned the John Moore Memorial Field Day. Good morning, this is Dennis Johnston, VK4AE. WI coordinator for the John Moyle Memorial Field Day 2015. This year the contest will occur over the weekend of Saturday the 21st of March to Sunday 22nd of March. The duration of the contest will be from 0100 on the Saturday to 0059 on the Sunday. The aim of the Field Day contest is to encourage and to provide familiarisation with portable operation and to provide training for operations in emergency situations. During the contest, the field or portable stations appreciate the support from home stations. However, in order to make the event a whole lot fairer, the field stations actually take part in effectively a separate event from the home stations. In this way, home stations are not given an unfair advantage when compared to the portable stations that do not have the advantages of permanent antenna installations, mains power and the comfort of operating from their own home QTH. No matter how you plan to take part in the contest, after all the activity is over and the radio equipment has been packed away again, 
There's one task that must be completed by all stations. They must submit their log for the contest. There is sufficient time allowed after the contest to actually complete and submit your log to the WIAs. Electronic logs and paper logs will be accepted right up until midnight, 21st of April, 2015. Best of luck to all in the field day, and I look forward to working a few of you on the day, and most of all, receiving your log entry after the event. Thank you. Awards. On Saturday the 28th and Sunday the 29th of March 2015, the bands will be alive with amateurs operating portable from South Australia's National and Conservation Parks. Why? Why? Well, it's the second anniversary of the VK5 National and Conservation Parks Award. And that weekend, amateurs will be celebrating the occasion by venturing out into the outdoors to activate parks for a special VK5 Parks Anniversary Activation Weekend. The aim of the VK5 Parks program is to encourage portable operation by amateur radio operators in South Australia's 21 national parks and 269 conservation parks. If you have ever considered going portable, why not give it a go on the 28th and the 29th of March? It's easy and a lot of fun. You just need a transceiver, obviously, a power source, perhaps a slab battery or a LiPo, and a portable antenna, maybe a linked dipole or something similar. If you do intend to activate a park that weekend, please send an email to Paul, VK5 Papa Alpha Sierra, at vk5pas at wia.org.au so that your details can be added to the activation spreadsheet. The spreadsheet, which can be found in the files section of the VK5 Parks Yahoo group, displays all intended activations for that weekend. It will prevent double-up activations and will also act as a one-stop shop for park hunters. If you do choose to stay at home and work the activators, then this weekend will present an excellent opportunity for you to fill up your logbook with some South Australian parks. For more information, please see the VK5 Parks website at www.vk5parks.com. Again, the special activation weekend is Saturday the 28th and Sunday the 29th of March 2015. Thanks for listening. I'm Paul, VK5 Papa Alpha Sierra, on behalf of the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society. Thanks, Paul. Now, special event stations. GB1BST, British Summertime 2015. Woody's Top Youth Hostel in Lincolnshire will be the venue for the 2015 GB1BST special event station celebrating the start of British Summertime on March 27-29. Situated on the Greenwich Meridian between Louth and Horncastle, Woody's Top is a rather remote and quiet location in the southern part of the Lincolnshire Woods. Radio operations are scheduled to start late on March 27th, with test transmissions on the 40, 20, 17 and 2 metre bands, which will be used during the weekend event. 4S7KKG DC0KK will be active as 4S7KKG from Sri Lanka through until April 10. He operates mainly using CW in the digital modes. QSL via DC0KK via the Bureau. To mark the 90th anniversary of the founding of the South African Radio League, ZS90SARL is in the ether until the end of April. Turkey, TA. Special event station TC100GLB is QRB until April 30 to commemorate Gallipoli 100 years ago. Activities on the HF bands using SSB, BRITI and PSK. 
QSL via TA1CM. Lusitania Radio Club. The Lusitania Radio Club will be running a special event station with the call sign EI100MFA to mark the 100th anniversary of the sinking of the Lusitania on the 7th of May 1915. The station will operate from the 6th to the 10th of May from a site near the old head of Kinsale Lighthouse Company, Cork, or from the lighthouse itself. LRC100 at email.com 4U20B This station is located in Brindisi, Italy, and commemorates the 20th anniversary of the UN logistics base there. 4U20B will be used until next July, and the QSL manager is 9A2AA. HE200GE commemorates the 200th anniversary of Geneva's entrance into the Swiss Confederation. The beginnings of modern Switzerland go back to the year 1291, when the three German-language Alpine forest areas signed the Federal Charter. Over the centuries, more cantons allied themselves to the original three, and among the last was the Republic of Geneva on the 19th of May 1815. HE200GE will be active on all amateur bands throughout 2015, and contacts will be valid for the diploma of Geneva. QSL via HB9AOF. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service in VK5. It can be heard on VK5RLZ on 439.975 MHz at 0900 hours Sunday. I'm Alan, VK5, Mike Alpha Kilo. Media Watch and the Q News Workbench. Shortly, the real holder of VK6DF joins us, and the real holder of VK6DF will even play a recording of a second VK6DF. On the Q News Workbench, the much-read Hackaday has an article in its February 2 edition asking its readers to get serious with amateur radio by designing and building a single sideband transceiver from scratch. Written by Greg N8ZRY, it states that amateur radio is the only hobby that offers the chance to legally design, build and operate high-power radio transceivers, dependent, of course, on your grade of licence. There's nothing like the satisfaction of making a long-distance contact on a transceiver you built yourself. The article has detailed information and resource references that may inspire makers to try amateur radio and create their own. I'm Jono, VK6DF. It was recently brought to my attention by Val, Yankee Oscar 6 Delta Foxtrot Foxtrot, that there had been a new movie released which makes mention of ham radio that he had just watched. A local movie, Made in Perth. It's an apocalyptic thriller called These Final Hours, about the last day on Earth, 12 hours before a cataclysmic event ends all life as we know it. Throughout the movie there is a radio transmission heard, a radio operator trying to keep people informed about other parts of the world that have already gone and passing on words of wisdom to somewhat calm the inevitable doom. What I think makes this ham radio cameo special is the call sign used, VK6DF, my call sign. Val emailed me to ask if I knew of the movie at all. He, like most of us probably do, heard the call sign used and looked it up to see what it really belonged to. I told him that no, I wasn't aware of it, but I would sure check it out. I quickly did a search first to see what it was about, pleasantly surprised to see it was a local film created by a local director. After watching the movie, I was very interested in asking the director, Zach Hilditch, how he came about the radio operator's call sign. 
I managed to get in touch with him just the other day and ask why they chose that particular call sign and how much research they'd done on the hobby. His reply was that they did some research into what the local ham radio call sign should be, which is VK6, to try and make it as accurate as possible. The DF part was paying tribute to the voice of the radio man, actor David Field, and they came up with VK6DF. VK6DF checking in for the first time today. Is there anybody out there? Over. So simple. My call sign immortalised in film. I'm Jono, the real VK6DF. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ARDF, the 10th IAIU Region 3 ARDF Championships. Yes, the championships are to be held in Gunma, Japan, on the 6th to the 12th of September, according to a brief mention in this issue of Region 3's IAIU Bulletin. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, the ISS SSTV has been operational. The Russian RS team on the International Space Station started the SlowScan TV experiment on 145.800 MHz FM at 1000 hours UTC last Saturday, January the 31st. Initially, there was an issue with the transmissions. Paulo PV8DX in Brazil reported that at 10.30 UTC pass had its strong carrier, but there was no SSTV audio. As expected, there was a three-minute interval in the transmission. The issue was resolved late afternoon and radio amateurs around the world were treated to the SSTV pictures. The transmissions continued until 21.30 UTC last Sunday, February the 1st. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Successful CubeSat launch. Last Saturday, January the 31st, the CubeSat's Firebird 2 Gryflex and Exacube carrying amateur radio payloads were successfully launched on the Delta II rocket from Vandenberg Air Force Base. The GeoCape Roik in-flight performance experiment, or Gryflex, is a 3U CubeSat that will perform engineering assessment of a JPL-developed all-digital in-pixel high-frame-rate readout integrated circuit, or ROIC. The Gryfix team at the University of Michigan received the first reception report of the spacecraft's 437.485 MHz 9600 bits per second AX25 GMSK signal from PE0SAT in the Netherlands. Firebird, the focused investigations of relativistic electron burst intensity range and dynamics, is a CubeSat dual satellite mission examining the spatial scale and spatial temporal ambiguity of the magnetospheric microbursts. DK3WN received the 19.2K BPS GMSK AX25 signals on 437.405 and 437.230 MHz from the two Firebird 2 1.5U CubeSats. Exacube CP10 should transmit on 437.20 MHz using 9600 bits per second AX25 FSK with X03 sent in Morse code every 45 seconds. To Worldwide Special Interest Group's raw Rotarians of Amateur Radio. 
Guglio Marconi, father of wireless, was an honorary member of the club from 1933 to 1937, and it continues the tradition of honouring Marconi to this very day. Nowadays, among its honorary members is Marconi's daughter, Princess Elettra Marconi. 4EB, that's VK4EB, Ted Gold, the founder of the first commercial radio station in Queensland, was vice president of the Toowoomba Rotary Club. Oz Kingdom of Denmark, an international crew with the club station Radio Friends of Paul P. Harris, will be on the air as OU0 Polio. The activity has already started from January the 1st, 2015 and runs until December the 31st, 2016 on all bands and using all modulations. The crew activates the call in celebration of the 110th anniversary of Rotary International. The activities will be from various QTHs, IOTAs, Oz, Flora, Fauna, etc. and in various contests. See also Rotarians of Amateur Radio, a fellowship for Rotarians and ham radio operators, the website address ifraw.org, and for QSL and other infos, see qrz.com. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Just about time to say farewell from WIA National News for February 8. On the social scene still to come in February... February 14 in VK3, it's the Melbourne QRP by the Bay, Chelsea Beach at 3pm. And February 22 in VK2, the big one, the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club's Wyong Field Day. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.